And what's it's, great about this, Mike, is it's not just a lot of busy work, which everyone with a podcast has to get all this work done, but it's also like mentally taxing, right? It, it, it's a creative, you know, creating all the, the, so. the titles for the podcast and all these different things. Uh, it's just a huge time saver. To me, this is one of the best little mini holy grail tools. And with it, I get back just with this alone, usually two to four hours a week that I know of, it's made me considerably more effective and fast. It's all about practicality. How can I bring, implement, and benefit from this within my business today? So it's, it's you know, again, it's real world use cases, hot seats. How do you use it? Simplify, demystify this thing that's AI and actually bring it into your business, you know, again, through every single department. I would say, there's an extremely high probability that just the first tool, you'll save yourself $75,000 in expenses of having to either hire someone to do it, and then you still have to wait. This is a get it done now and no longer be dependent on someone else who's probably gonna create a substandard project. Hey, this is Mike Koenigs. Welcome to another episode of Capability Amplifier. I am here today with Tom Lombat, Chief AI Officer here at Superpower Accelerator and good friend from Strategic Coach. How are you doing, brother? I'm doing great. How are you, Mike? Good, good. Um, we are going to give you a day a week back, and I will just tell you flat out up front that this episode is very visual. So if you're listening to it, you just might want to go check it out on YouTube. We've got a special link, which is capabilityamplifier.com slash shortcut AI. And um, that is also in the show notes. Why? Because we're going to be demonstrating our favorite tools that will give you a day a week back and also help you create more content. We're also going to talk about the mindsets that will help you dramatically dramatically improve your ability to get and use AI in your organization. So Tom, what else do you want to add before we just start demonstrating us and showing our favorite stuff? I want to sprinkle on top that if you can't watch it, but you still want to pursue and listen on, we're going to be sprinkling a lot of AI mindsets, a lot of uh, kind of worldview and kind of different ways you're going to look at AI and think about it. So you can still probably get a lot of the episode just listening in, but you'll get even more if you can do both. Right on. So um, I'm going to begin and say one of the things that Tom and I did just to get this thing rolling is we used AI to create this episode and we're using the tools to make the episode even better. And um, I'm going to show up my screen here because anytime you want to get going and just following a little bit of Dan Sullivan language, um, he talks about make it up and make it real. So um, I think the best way to begin here is to talk, Tom, about the make it up, which is brainstorming and some of our favorite tools for doing that. One of ours, which is helping us today, is we use this tool called Otter.ai. And I have an acronym. I call it A-R-E, which stands for Always Record Everything. And Anytime we're meeting, that goes for Tom and I and the rest of the team, is we're always recording everything we do. And then the next step is make it real, which would get us to my favorite first tool, which is something called Oasis. And the website is The Oasis. So before I get into the step-by-step, -step, Tom, what do you want to add here um, with regards to the make it up, make it real uh, and then we'll talk about how we actually created this episode, the show notes, and decided how to market and promoted it, promote it as well. Yeah, so I think one big idea is the first draft partner. We always talk about this, uh, especially when brainstorming. The, the hardest part when you're starting a new project, a new book, a new article, uh, a new idea is going from a blank slate to having something on the slate, right? Uh, and And so... One great way to leverage AI and chat GPT and whatever the tool is, is just to just talk, remove the filter, say exactly what you're looking for, what you want to create. Give me some ideas. Give me five. Give me 25. Uh, and then it just spitballs and gets the juices flowing. And then it's really, it's got to be a live ping pong game. So it spits something out and then you give it a filter back in real time. I like this. I hate that. I don't like those two. Give me five more like these. 
right? And before you know it, you've got something on the page that you can really work with and keep finessing into, you know, the final output. Right on. And um, I'm going to just jump right to my screen and demonstrate this tool and show you how yesterday I was driving around and we knew we were going to be doing this episode and I wanted to provide some ideas ahead of time for the actual program and also frame it, talk a little bit about what you want, you were going to cover, what I was going to cover. And we also have Nikki, um, who is on with us, who produces all of our shows, all of our media. And I wanted to give her a whole bunch of ideas that she could use as well. So what I'm going to do right now is just describe the tool. If you're listening, again, if you go to uh, um, capabilityamplifier.com slash shortcut AI, you can watch this, but I'm going to fire up. This is the Oasis and it's got just a simple record button. There's also an app that you can download on your phone. Um, and then one of the things that it has built in that I really love is a whole bunch of features. So for example, you can have it write a text message, create an outline. It has something called explain it like I'm five ideas, to do's, a summary, teach me. It'll even write a song, create a blog post, Twitter threads, a pitch deck. It'll find interesting quotes. It'll even write a Ted talk, a New York times article, a LinkedIn post, Reddit post, um, it's got other features like elevator pitch, TikTok script, movie script, et cetera. So what I always do is I start out and I say, hey, what do I want to create? In this particular case, I'm going to pitch a marketing bot that we built and I'm going to talk about it and where to go. And I'm going to do that because anytime I have something I need to create, whether it was the pitch for the podcast or something, I like to brainstorm first and get something that's real. And oftentimes when I wake up in the morning, I can create an entire marketing campaign in less than five minutes that I can pass along either to the team or Nikki to polish and finish. So I don't care what the idea is, you can make it up and make it real super fast. So I'm actually gonna do this right now. And it's, it's for real because part of what we're gonna do today, Tom, is we're actually gonna create marketing material and content in real time. So anything that I should add or talk about before I press the record button, fire it off. Nothing specific. I, I call the Oasis the one-to-many tool because uh, it's one input and then you can choose anything. Sometimes you need a little, sometimes you need a lot. Uh, but like you said, it, the, this is the fastest tool to have one set of input and you can do recording like you're going to do now, or you can copy and paste an existing article and then choose how you want it to repurpose and, and reformat it for all different kinds of applications. Yeah, it's mind blowing. So I'm going to just begin. There's a tip that I'll give you right up front, which is one of the things about the Oasis is you don't want to create a whole bunch of ideas. It is a one idea to get the best results. So. I'm going to begin, I'm going to hit record, and I'm going to just do a train of thought, then we're going to see the results. This might be about a minute or a two-minute long pitch total. So here goes. One of the most challenging things that every business owner has, including me, is following up with leads, qualifying them, scoring them as fast as possible. We have a saying which is time kills deals and money loves speed. And every business owner I know always says the same thing. Either me, my teams, or my systems don't follow up fast enough. They don't follow up and respond with messaging or content that makes our products and services relevant to that lead. And we don't book our leads fast enough. So what if there was a way that every time a lead came in, they could be asked a few questions and would get an audio, video, email, text message delivered to them in five minutes or less that is hyper-personalized, all about them and completely relevant to the questions they got asked. Well, that's what our AI bot does. It asks a few questions, it researches the prospect, it follows up and looks them up 
does something called customer enrichment. It finds their LinkedIn contact information, grabs their photo, and sends an audio, a video, an email, a PDF. And it can even do this 100% using WhatsApp, which is the only platform I know of that's 100% international. It's not regulated in the same way email and mobile text is, and it guarantees 100% deliverability. To me, this is the holy grail of marketing. So if you want to try it out, you can go to mikekanigs.com slash cbot, and you'll be able to see it for yourself and get a follow-up message in less than five minutes. So I just hit the stop button. Now, full disclosure, I know that was a pretty damn good pitch because I practiced it so many times. But if I were just going to do something super rough, you can just talk about any idea and it'll write a total follow-up. So what you're seeing you in the background right now, go ahead, Tom. Yeah, quick real-world case. Uh, I love to read. I'm always learning. And there's tons of times when I read something, I see a great quote, and my thought is like, oh, I'd love to share this on LinkedIn. But then I consider how much time it's going to take me to copy mm -hmm. the quote, you know, get my thoughts down into words and then post it. And by the time I've thought about it, it's too much. Now, I just hit record. I read the quote, the name of the book, the author, and I say, hey, here's my two, three ideas on it. Boom. And I'm done. And it writes a LinkedIn post. And a minute later, it's posted on LinkedIn. That is 100% accurate. And, you know, over the weekend, I was training and teaching a bunch of doctors and I showed them this tool. And right away, some of them wrote, wrote entire email marketing campaigns that they had previously hired someone to do for them, paid for. And three weeks later, they got something terrible that was completely unusable and they had to do it anyway. And they literally did everything within about 15 minutes. And they're like, it's great. First draft was awesome. So here's an example. It, it wrote an elevator pitch based on that little thing, a LinkedIn post, a New York Times article, a TED Talk, you know, it's like, ladies and gentlemen, have you ever struggled with following up on leads in your business? Do you find it difficult to qualify and score them as quickly as possible? I know I have, and it's a challenge that so many business owners face. So it writes it in a voice, and if you don't like it, you just click on a button that says resubmit, and it'll rewrite. And then it finds interesting quotes. Here's some, time kills deals and money loves speed. Either me, my teams, or my systems don't follow up fast enough. What if there was a way that every time a lead came in, they would could be asked a few questions and they would get an audio, video, email? I mean, so grab the best ideas. Here's a pitch deck. So it's like a seven slide pitch deck. It wrote a Twitter thread, a summary, five good ideas, a text message, a full email, an outline. I mean, it's like astonishingly good. And then of course it does the transcript and you can download the audio. So with that, um, to me, this is one of the best little mini holy grail tools. And with it, I get back just with this alone, usually two to four hours a week that I know of. It just made me considerably more effective and fast. And again, when uh, I'll show you one more thing here, Tom, uh, that I love about it. There's one button that you can click on that says copy all. And in our show notes that we'll provide for this episode, which are in both the uh, podcast description and the YouTube, I'm going to paste this at the very bottom so you can actually check it out. So I just put it here and everyone can actually see the results. So um, we'll get we'll make sure we give you the show notes for this episode. Um, but there they are already pasted in done. What you got, Tom? I love this tool. Uh it is a bank buster, by the way. It's a whopping five bucks a month. Um, so it's super cheap. Just get it if it sounds good. They also have an iOS app. So you get it installed on your phone. And again, it's you know the biggest filter to getting the content in our heads out to our audience is just capturing it, right? How many great ideas do you have when you're driving around or you're on a walk and something hits you and you connect the dots in a way that, that hasn't been done before and you want to share it, but you lose it? And so with this, again, you open up the app, you hit record, you don't even have to do anything later, you know, but just record, capture the idea, and then it can wrangle it into a cohesive article or social media post or whatever you want. And it just removes the friction from idea to connecting with your clients. And that's what I love about it. Yeah, I, I'll also say 
you said something that's super important that I'll echo. And I now get almost all my copywriting written on my morning walk. So I, I get up in the morning, I have like three big ideas that I know I want to get done, some follow-ups. I'm writing proposals with this follow-up content. I just closed a substantial big six-figure deal right before we got on, Tom, and it started with an Oasis conversation, and uh, we just sold a new software deal. So we're licensing our AI bot in the medical field. Um, so it all began because on my walk, I said, hey, I know someone who could benefit from this, and I wrote the outline for the proposal in Oasis, and then it was basically done. And I do this in my in the car. I'll have three ideas. I just put in my ear, ear AirPods, press a button, and I do three campaigns that then I can delegate. So um, I I love that. I love that. Yeah, I, okay. I just it looked like to I was sharing my whole screen. So stop me next time. I'm sorry about that. That was dumb. Stop to really like a big mess. Okay. I, I just listened to a Tim Ferriss episode with Greg McEwen where he did he was uh, testing out a walk and talk uh, podcast. So same thing again, just getting outside, moving, and you know they, they, you can have such great creativity that hits you, but you can lose it. And and again with these tools now, it makes it so much easier to tr capture and transform it into something you can actually benefit from. Um, okay, and I think you know removing removing the layers, removing the filters, a concept I talk a lot about in the, our, our AI course um, for entrepreneurs. And, and a lot of times when people are working with ChatGPT, we put something in, the output comes, and they tell me what they don't like about it, but it never even crosses their mind to just tell that back to ChatGPT. So removing the filter, we'll, we'll, we'll show this as we're, we're, we continue to work here. Um, but as soon as you think something like, We've learned to have a filter because we have to work with other people. We have sensitive employees. We have employees that can be cranky or had a bad night. And so we have to be extra careful. Uh, but with ChatGPT, we can give real feedback without the filter. And I think learning how to do that is a skill that gets you better and better output. So, I think that's um, a super, super important thing. Again, I'm going to just reflect that back because it's so valuable, which is if you're not happy with your first draft, you want to tell ChatGPT how to change it. And I know when we get to the copywriting part of this show, um, we'll demonstrate that. Okay. So you ready yeah. for uh, tool number two? Let's do it. Okay. I'm going to, uh, it's called Cast Magic, and we'll put a link to um, try this out so you can get a trial. This is one of the most powerful tools that allows you to take any content. So for example, I'm gonna demonstrate by importing the audio that I just did a moment ago. So I'm gonna browse files. Um, here's the uh, Oasis pitch for the bot, and it's gonna import that. Um, so I'll call this the Oasis pitch for the AI bot and save recording. And this is importing and processing right now, but this is a tool that in, allows you to import any audio, any video, all your podcasts. And um, I'll just show one. So we just did this. So Nikki, who's on right now, we have a new episode that just went on and it's Dan Sullivan's and my 2024 predictions. So you import the audio, it tags the speaker. So it actually knows who's speaking. And then when you click on this button that says AI content, it goes through and it finds and it writes like 10 really good titles based upon the copy and the content. Bottom line here is this thing does the equivalent of three to five or even a day's worth of content creation for you. It finds all of the top keywords that are mentioned. It writes bios for the speakers based on the content. It writes an introduction for the podcast. It does all the timestamps, which historically are a giant pain in the butt. It finds the top questions that were asked in the podcast. Nice discussion questions. And what's great about this, Mike, is it's not just a lot of busy work, which everyone with a podcast has to get all this work done, but it's also 
like mentally taxing, right? It, it, it's a creative, you know, creating all the, the, so. the titles for the podcast and all these different things. Uh, it's just a huge time saver. Yes. So I'll give you a real life example. So it also writes here, you can see the newsletter. And again, you can just copy paste. You can export everything as a CSV file. It writes your Twitter threads. I mean, it's like, holy crap. It's days of work. The newsletter. But here's something that I really love about it. It's got now what they call community prompts, which basically other people can create prompts and submit them. But there's one here called lead magnet. So specifically at the JJ Virgin event that I spoke at this weekend, I spent four days teaching and training doctors, or about 85 of them. And all of them have the same problem. How do I get my message out to the world? world? How do I get more qualified clients and, and well, patients who will pay me for my unique expertise? And they all want to create content and products. And their struggle is no one can understand my voice. No one can take all the stuff I've created and turn it into a body of work. And they all struggle with getting leads. You, you literally can take your interviews, any content you have, or just record like I did with you, import it in here, and here's an example. It actually designed a lead magnet for this content. So it, it comes up with all of the bullets that make it unique and designs the copy and content. Um, it's To me, it's just mind-blowingly useful and powerful. And again, if you're not happy with it, you just tell it to remake it. And then finally, there's a chat button that allows you to tell it what you want so if you said hey give me the top um you know three fun facts revealed in this recording you click on that you hit generate and it goes out and does it and you can even teach it to train um using like if it if your content's out in the world it'll write in your voice if you tell it to write in the voice of mike koenigs in the first person okay so now it just said here are the three fun facts from the episode i can say now rewrite this in first person in the voice of Mike Koenigs and it'll go and do it. And it's like, holy cow, what a massive time saver. I like that it picked out the South Park reference there. Oh, that where was, was it? Oh my God, that's fast. amazing. Yeah, an amusing South Park episode depicting handymen becoming the new class of billionaires with white collar workers trading accounting at Home Depot in exchange for household repairs. I talked about that. I, the, you're Let's right. see how it's written in your voice. Uh, oh, I'm sure to see what it comes yeah. with. Yeah. So, Mike, yeah. this is primarily for po anyone with a podcast, but, and I'm seeing a different way the way you've shown it, it could be for anyone with content because it's similar to the you Oasis. You can take your audio books, right? You can take uh -huh. your audio book and turn it into outbound newsletters, social media content. I, I You can take a meeting and upload it in here. And it's going to write useful content that it finds that you might not even know of. And certainly an untrained um, marketer wouldn't know it. So like you can turn everything you ever create into useful content. That's why I say always record everything. Yeah. Unless of course um, it would put and you in So jail. one question, if I'm watching this, well, you just talked about the Oasis. Why would I use this over the Oasis? I think the Oasis is a uh, five bucks a month. It's easy. Right. Mm -hmm. It's it's kind of more basic. This one has a lot more, it's a higher price point, but you get a lot of more refined, more. I mean, it, it's really for podcast people more than anyone else. Um, well, and, I, and I will say not necessarily because this is uh, a distinction that came up all the time. And someone raised their hand and said, hey, I got an idea for what I'd love to have you guys create in your course. So I'm going to spring this on you right now, Tom, and you can say yes or no. All right. So they said, if I had a matrix that showed me what tool I should use and when, in what order. So the answer that I gave them, because this exact question came up, is part of the challenge we all have is there's about a thousand new products are released in the AI world a week. That's what I've heard before. That's how many software products. And it's like, okay, when should I use ChatGPT? When should I use Claude AI? When should I use Oasis or Otter or Cast Magic? And I would say Oasis is my go-to tool for taking an idea and turning it into useful communication and extracting great ideas 
that can be used immediately. I'd use cast magic. Yes, as a podcaster, it's obviously useful for that. But if your goal is to create courses, like you could take anything like a meeting with a client or team and uh, or a session you do anytime you're presenting ideas and you want to extract the wisdom and knowledge and maybe you'd say, I want to create a product or a course that's based on our HR. Well, you could upload an audio, a video, an auto recording, um, a meeting, and this thing will identify the most valuable, useful stuff in minutes. So, um, and at the training that we did with JJ Virgins, I had some of the doctors in the room uploaded audio books, previous podcast episodes, and they, some of them in two hours and three hours built entire products and courses. They wrote speeches. One of them did a presentation that they had to do um, this past Monday. So literally had 48 hours and got it all done uh, because they were, she was able to extract her wisdom from a couple other past presentations and finish the entire presentation and write the intro that would introduce her in a very contextually relevant way. So um, this is one of those things where you've got to spend some time FAFOing, which is F around and find out, playing with it. Mm -hmm. But um, it's it's knowing like what order and that either requires, you know, do a training course on AI to kind of learn what's possible and when to use it, but also find someone like uh, a fractional AI officer that you can play with who will show you and demonstrate it once so you get used to surfing with AI, you know, it's like catching the wave yeah. and knowing what to use when, but what's, what's been your experience? Cause you've been teaching and training. You've got hundreds of people have gone through the course already. What's the mm -hmm. pattern you've noticed? Yeah. The big thing, I mean, to go back, what I heard you say is Oasis is your quick first draft partner and cast magic is more your refined, more capable, more powerful first draft partner. Right. Yeah. So, I've always had this big mindset of, you know, the right tool for the right job. And in, in any, anything that you do, you've got your core tools, you've got your screwdriver, you've got your hammer, right? You've got your core ones that you're going to go back to all the time. And if you're building houses and you don't know how to hammer a nail, you're going to have a lot of problems, right? So you got to know how to use chat GPT. You know, that's, that's the core that you can do a lot of things. But then there's also, and I, I've learned this as I have uh, grown more into adulthood slowly, you know, day by day, um, you know, building out your tools in the garage, right? You don't need that special tool until you need it. And you're like, man, I wish I had that tool because my life, you know, you spend so much more time and energy and frustration with the wrong tool for the wrong job. So yeah. you've got your core regular go-to tool. So you've got GPT, you've got, you know, maybe perplexity if you, if you do a lot of research, Oasis for kind of first draft and idea capturing and, and, and so forth. And then you've got your specialty tools like Cast Magic if you're doing a lot of repurposing your content uh, or Opus, you know, for getting videos and slicing them up into smaller videos. Um, so I, I think the biggest thing is, like you said, play around with it. You know, the only way to to develop confidence in using AI, and this is the feedback I get from a lot of the students, is one of the biggest things I've gained is a confidence and capability of working with AI. Where a lot of people going yeah. in, they know it's important. You know, they've heard, I think you and I say this very often, it's like AI is not going to replace your job, but an employee who's AI powered will. Right. Yeah. So you can stick your head in the sand and go, oh, this AI thing is just a fad. It's going to pass. It's not going to affect me. Or you can say, hey, this is going to affect everybody. I'm going to choose to invest in myself and my business and my future by learning how to wield and use and leverage the power of AI and, and kind of distribute it throughout my entire organization. Because there's not a single department that is not impacted with AI. But yeah. the only way you can find out what are those tools and how will they impact is by getting in and playing with it. You know, So well, one of the biggest things is seeing the different tools, seeing how they're used. And we've gotten a lot of amazing feedback. Every time we do a new cohort, we gather up as much feedback. And we were using all these tools yesterday to process and, and kind of go through all the feedback and say, okay, what are we going to do next time and make it even better? Right. So we're right. using these tools ourselves. It's like the matrix within the matrix kind of thing. Um, 
but it's fun. So I think that the biggest way for people to develop confidence in using AI goes back to Dan's, you know, four C's. You've got to make the commitment. I commit. I'm going to figure out how to use this AI thing, even if I'm not a tech person, even if I don't have the time, even if I don't think it's for me, then I'm going to make the commitment to show up and play around with it, whether it's the regular YouTube channel or just signing up for a newsletter to read every week or signing up for our you know AI accelerator for entrepreneurs course or whatever it is. Uh, and then once you make the courage to actually play around with it, then you develop the capability then you have the confidence and then you get that feedback loop. And the more you play with it, the more confident you are. And you start thinking in AI and seeing in AI, um, you know, there's this, I, one of my concepts I teach is to stop Googling. I think it's a bad habit. We all need to break, but I don't need to explain to you how to Google, right? When was the yes. last time you explained someone like, Oh, you want to look something up? You say, just Google it. And everyone knows what that means. You don't think about Googling. Now, I, I want my students to get to the point where they just AI. It's just something they do. You know, for me, I don't, I don't go on Google and do a search on my phone. I go straight to the GPT app and I say, hey, give me a recipe that uh, uses two pounds of chicken and some curry and some garlic. Give me three options for a recipe. Boom, it spits it out yes. right away. And I don't waste my time going through 18,000 pages chock full of ads and all kinds of crap trying to find the recipe. You know, I go straight to the answer. And so it's right. really a mindset shift of how do you bring this in so it just becomes something you do and leverage and use all the time. Sorry, and that's right. over. No, that's those are really good. Again, I'm going to plus a couple of the distinctions, which uh, when you talk about, you know, that that pretty famous quote now, you know, you're not you're you don't have to worry about your job being taken over by AI, but it's someone using AI. And if you're an abundance minded, curious person who is willing to be a generalist and basically ask the AI dumb questions, you can easily become two to five times more productive with it. Hey, this is Mike Koenigs. Sorry to interrupt the podcast, but if you're an action taker and ready to transform and reinvent yourself and your business, go to connecttomike.com to learn more and book a conversation with me right now. All right, back to the episode. Now, I'm going to show you just so we close this loop, because not too long ago, and then we're going to move on to your examples here. But in Cast Magic, I uh, remember I wrote in, I said, now rewrite this in first person in the voice of Mike Koenigs. I didn't specifically say rewrite the three fun facts. Instead, it went to the entire transcript of the podcast and rewrote the entire podcast in my voice, and it grabbed the best stuff out of it. Okay? So... I was wondering why it was taking so long. It's because it looked at the entire hour-long transcript, which is pretty modified. You click yep. on modify. Yeah. Does if that I give you a modify, chance? Yeah, and I can say make it okay. longer, make it shorter, make it more casual. I could also, um, uh, I can say make oh, nice. it longer and format it in proper paragraph. Um form okay um also include uh a call to action to visit you know um you know we could just say um capability amplifier.com slash talk to book a conversation okay so if i put that in now again, it's going to rewrite it, but it already knows to write it in my voice. So it's it's mind-blowingly so good. This is an extremely well-made app. And you and I test out tons of apps, right? I've got a big monthly budget just to play with shit, right? Try out all these uh -huh. new things that seem cool. Uh, but just like when the App Store for, came out for, for the iOS store, you know, for every... 1,000 apps that came out, one was good. Uh, it's kind of the similar thing we have now. So we spend a lot of time signing up, testing apps, canceling them a week later because uh, yes. we realize they don't deliver. But this is very well thought out. And I've seen a lot of bad implementations of bringing AI into an existing tool. And I can tell this one's really thorough and well thought out. And I mean, it's an it, amazing it's, app. It's because they have so many people who are podcasters using it being specific and they built a way of building our own prompts. You know, it's like, so this, by the way, was the, when I did the Oasis pitch for AI bot a little while ago, here you can see all the titles. It just took that short two minutes 
and it grabbed eight, like, look at this, 10 questions, key topics. It wrote the script. It wrote a LinkedIn post, a newsletter. And what we're going to do, or more specifically, what Nikki's going to do as soon as we're done with this today is upload our transcript and everything's going to be done. So again, it's like a day's worth of work. It'll even write, look at this, it wrote a quiz. It even did your lead magnet and the lead magnet lead in and everything. Yeah, it's like, come on, this is so amazing. So here's the, the next part of the program is you're going to demonstrate some of your tools and let's take, let's just do a real life scenario here. The best thing any business can ever do is make more money, uh, sell a higher ticket product to a better customer or the customers you already have, reactivate clients who haven't bought from you in a little while, get your message out that communicates more effectively to your ideal customers. And in my experience, it's always the founder, owner, or the best salespeople who know what to say and who to say it to. And this gives you that leverage. But then at some point, you just got to get it done. So you've got some really cool tools to demonstrate, and I can feed you some copy and content. Um, how can we take some of the stuff that we've just done and turn it into more powerful, great stuff. Well, like you said, the um, best thing any business can ever do is make more money. Mm -hmm. So let's create some copy to, uh, to sell some stuff. Okay. And um, one of the things that I could easily do is I could um, uh, import that big blob of stuff I just made um, and do something with it. But why don't you talk a little bit about the tools you have and um, you know what we can do that'll have the most value for our audience here so they can make more money using the strategies and also inspire their teams to do this too. Yeah, so what I'd like to demonstrate that I've been a really big fan of and I think has a lot of uh, future potential and it, it kind of leads into what's coming um, mm -hmm. are the GPTs. Right. So yep. to, to clarify, so Chat GPT, um, you know, now GPT four turbo and all that, they rolled out GPTs about maybe three months ago or so. Uh, and then they said they're gonna come be coming out with a GPT store and they, they keep getting more and more things. And so what I want to demonstrate, I'm gonna go ahead and share my screen here. Uh, ba -ba -bum. All right, nice and big. And let's uh, tell everyone, you can always go to, again, capabilityamplifier.com slash shortcut AI will bring you to this video so you can see what's on Tom's screen. Yes. Okay. So uh, GPTs. First thing, there's the GPT store. So just like when, uh, well, let me backtrack. I'm going to talk about the Groundhog Day uh, idea. The great thing about ChatGPT is that it's, Anytime you start a new chat, it's kind of like Groundhog Day. It's a brand new slate. It knows nothing about who you are, what you want, what kind of request, right? It's a blank slate. And so mm -hmm. one thing I would spend a lot of time teaching in, in the earlier versions of the course before GPTs is first thing you want to do to get really quality output is provide a lot of context. This is who I am. This is my business, right? Here's a copy from our landing page. This is our service. So again, context, context, context. And so... Creating a GPT lets you create your own little assistant that has mm -hmm. all that context baked in. So we're not going to show how to build a GPT here, uh, but I'm going to demonstrate one of my uh, examples, which is the Tombot. And I reworked it. I know you played with it last week. I had made some tweaks that Christine even told me that the output was a lot worse. So I've made it a little bit better. But okay. the Tombot for is people a... Who don't know. Yeah. Why don't you explain what just let's go backwards a little bit for some more clarity, um, which is what a GPT is the equivalent of is an app on the app store. And now you can create these, you can train them and they're free and you can share them. You can even sell them. Um, and they're ridiculously easy to get started. And you literally just click on a green button and you can upload content. You can give it some instructions. And in your case, the Tombot is a bot that learned how to speak and write in your voice. Is that correct? Yes. 
Okay. And so a lot of the, one of the most common things, you know, gripes about ChatGPT uh, for the novice user who's tried, you know, 90% of users who have used ChatGPT use it a couple times. They did something, the output was meh. They go, yeah, okay, it wasn't that cool. You know, I would never write like that. It doesn't sound like me, so I can't use it. And they stop. Mm-hmm. And so the, the with the GPTs, um, again, one of the great use cases that I think everybody needs to do is build a custom GPT that can write in their own voice. Um, yes. So my executive assistant uses this uh, to write emails, like first drafts. Uh, it, it's a huge time saver. Um, I don't want to go on too big a tangent, but there's this idea of the old way versus the new way, right? The old way of writing emails. When you think about the process of writing emails, there's reading the email someone sent you. As soon as you've read it, in your mind, you know exactly what you want to say. Say yes to this, no to that, maybe for the third item, right? And then 80% of the time it takes is actually putting those ideas into words. So using ChatGPT that's been trained to write in your voice, I just copy and paste the entire email and I say, hey, write an email reply, say yes to number one, no to number two, maybe to number three. And then I paste the email and I hit enter, boom, it writes the email properly, uh, well thought out. Uh, I used it the other day for some um, feedback we got on the course, right? All feedback is good. Negative feedback for me is my favorite because it really tells me where I can improve, right? If someone doesn't tell me this, I was just talking to this with my my daughter last night coming home from dance team. She's got a gripe with her dance instructor. And I was like, hey, just talk to him. If he doesn't know, he can't work on it and he'll be grateful, right? Yeah. So, um, but those types of emails can be really complex to write. So here, I just copied the whole thing. I said, hey, here's all the feedback. Write a email back to them that acknowledges, you know, thanks them and, and gives them next steps. And I was able to do six emails like that in 15 minutes, which would have easily taken me at least an hour if I wanted to do it properly. Um, so, so that's kind of- off. Me. Let's show it, man. Yeah. This, is, this, is the, this is the fun part of the program. All right. So um, to show it off here, actually, this is, there's a good one. Um, so this is a long email I got for, for one of my other companies someone who's interested in our service. Um, So I'm just going to say, write an email reply. I want to have him book a time with our uh, sales director. They don't do that anymore. And I just paste this whole email. So essentially it's just saying, hey, so it's actually the whole thread. So it's it's the most recent email and the entire thread above it. And it's important to do that. So it gets all the context. Um, so, hey, we've been in business 15 years, uh, you know, so one of my businesses, we do Mac IT support. And so it's telling me about their setup. Okay. So now cool. it's written. And once you read us the response, response so we out. can see, hear it actually talk like you. Greg, thank you for reaching out and sharing the details of your current IT setup and concerns. It sounds like you're at a crucial point where strategic tech upgrades could significantly benefit your operations and security posture. You're absolutely right. Navigating the complexities of IT infrastructure, especially with a blend of Macs and PCs you have, requires nuanced expertise. Given your situation, I believe a conversation with our sales director would be incredibly valuable. They have extensive experience in tailoring IT solutions for businesses like yours, ensuring a seamless, secure transition to modern, efficient systems. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but it's fantastic. Yeah, it's fine. But now, you've got an embedded link, and, uh, and it even grabbed your... So it grabbed your book a meeting and it put your LinkedIn in there. So it modeled all your previous conversations in addition to responding in your voice in a contextually accurate fashion. I wanted to make it even more accurate. Now this Tombot is actually built more to focus on AI support. But if I built one for my executive assistant for global Mac IT, IT support, IT support. Uh, no, well, the, the, oh, this Tombot. Okay. Yeah, so this Tombot, it knows the AI course, it knows all of our services and what we do. So here it didn't have the context, like, hey, global Mac IT, all we do is Mac IT support. So it would actually have woven that into the response even better. Um, so again, copy, paste, emails 95% done. There's very few changes I would make to this. Um, Whereas if I had done the same prompt with the email in a, a generic chat GPT chat, it wouldn't have sounded like me at all. 
right? Um, so that's a huge time saver. If you want to get one day back a week, I literally spend a tenth of the time in my email than I used to. Uh, so that's a huge time no saver. Um, so, also for writing yeah. content. Um, but actually, I, I don't want to focus too much on the Tombot. What I want to show, Mike, is the, the, the next concept of what's coming down the road. In the near future, um, you're going to have AI assistants. Like a GPT is essentially an AI assistant. So we've got one you can see as a prompt architect. That one's specific job is to help write great prompts. This one is to summarize videos. This one is one I made for my kid's school, that the Notre Dame Elementary School GPT. I was frustrated with- okay, I don't the, see it you know, on yeah. screen, or are you just telling me? I just want to see- uh, uh, It should be on screen. Your, uh, I'm seeing, all I'm seeing is Tombot. So you're, which ones did you do for your kids? Strange, you're not seeing the sidebar? Oh, I'm seeing the sidebar. So you're saying yeah. the prompt architect. Okay, I got it, I got it, okay. So I made a GPT that has our kids' handbook and like the dress code and holidays and all that stuff because I always had to dig around for it. So now if, when we have to buy a belt for my kid, make sure it matches, I can just go here and say, hey, what kind of belt do they need? Um, where I'm trying to go is now you can have multiple GPTs within one chat thread. Okay, this yep. is going to be really powerful and blow your mind. Up until a couple of weeks ago, if you worked with a GPT, you had to stick with that one. So let's say I wanted to make a viral video script. I'd be talking to the viral video assistant and it could help, but then maybe I need the help of an SEO expert. I couldn't switch. So eventually these GPTs are going to be able to talk to one another to get work done. So you've got your chief marketing officer that builds a strategy. They hand off, hey, this is the blog articles we need written in this month handed to the SEO expert to give you the meta descriptions and all the SEO stuff we need for each of the blog articles, the content writer to write it, right? So now we can all do that within ChatGPT. So can you send me some of the content you had created with uh, either Oasis or Cast Magic? Sure can. It's in the master doc. Um, and uh, if you go to the very bottom, it's it. the yeah there Mike's it is yeah, I, I know you're in there so everyone who's not who can't see it right now all i did is i copy pasted my transcript into a master document that we're going to share with you and um so what did you just do you said here's some content read it and say okay so you're basically pasting in this blob of stuff Context, right? So here's some context, read it and say, okay, that's a great way to start when you want kind of feed information that you want it to take into consideration that you're working with. All right. So now it says, okay, so what do we want to do, Mike? Um, well, I think for anyone, like for me as a founder and a business owner, what I want to do is prototype content and get something far enough so I can communicate and delegate it to a team and make sure they don't basically screw something up, misunderstand it. So I wanna have like a landing page, a website made, um, outbound marketing copy. Um, I wanna get an offer in front of an audience so they buy something, right? Oh, and you're putting all that in, okay. Um, that's really, so you're literally just taking what I said literally and seeing what we do with it. Okay. Filter that thought and tell me the next step. So basically, you just took that raw statement, popped it in there, and I think this is hyper valuable. And now here, yeah, check this out. Now this is I don't really want to have cool. this overlooked. So I'm going to show you for those watching. So if you put an at sign in a chat, it pops up the search to search through your GPTs and the GPTs you've built or pinned. So essentially, if you go to the GPT store and you find one that's really cool. You click on it and you pin it to your sidebar. Essentially, that's the same as bookmarking a website. So I've got one that's a virtual CMO. So your, vir your first virtual chief marketing officer. So that's right. going to be the role. And it actually dropped everything I had in there, but that's okay because we've got Otter. Okay. And while you're doing that... Um, so what we the reason why you always record everything is because that entire narrative is Tom's able to copy it because we 
you know, for whatever reason, our our GPT deleted what we had typed in or what he had typed in from my description. And he's able to grab that blob of stuff along with the copy and content and pop it in for this custom GPT, which is, again, what I do all the time is I, I you know, it's always record everything. Always record everything. Okay. And let me see if there's anything else that I'll, while you're doing that right now, Tom, repopulating it, this is so much just an iterative process. Okay. So then you, um, uh, it took my objective, which again, just start a conversation with the AI, tell it what you want, what you're dreaming of, what you're imagining, it'll help make it real. So tell me what, you, what are we looking at? I just took your blurb and I said, take this bit of my idea and filter it out. I want to know the next three best steps to get to what I discussed. And what I put in, I think for anyone like me as a founder or a business owner, what I want to do is prototype content and get something far enough so I can communicate, delegate it to a team, make sure they don't basically screw something up or misunderstand it. So I want to have a landing page, a website made, outbound marketing copy. I want to get an offer in front of an audience so they buy something. So yeah. it translates said, okay, to translate your idea, here are three best steps, create a comprehensive content prototype, um, detailed prototype for your landing page and website, along with outbound marketing copy. Uh, it would have a unique value proposition, customer pain points, and how your product solves them. Oh, this is going to be good. Uh, develop a clear communication and feedback loop with your team, and then test your prototype with a small segment. So here's another AI mindset idea, zoom in, zoom out. So what this means here, I like idea number one. Let's zoom into that. Um, okay. I want idea number one. Let's zoom in. Um, give me three simple steps to get this going. What is needed first? If you can, create the content for each step on your own using the direction I gave above in the AI bot info then fill in the rest with best case um, scenario using a highly successful entrepreneur that would belong to strategic coach, genius network, abundance 360, et cetera. Okay. For those of you watching, you'll see that my typing is absolute crap. That's another great thing about ChatGPT. You don't have to fix your typos. You can just stay in stream of thought. Yeah. Now, I'll uh, when when this while this is going, in a moment, I'm going to show you how I don't type anything anymore because if you turn on your voice transcript, now we use Max, but you can turn on a function that's press your control key twice. And it'll listen to whatever you're saying because I don't type anything anymore. I'm too lazy to type. And I either copy paste out of order or I just talk to my my Mac. And I've found that the more I talk, the better the results I get because this thing does a great job of understanding context and conversation. Okay, so um, it's clearly... Uh, so it's doing, it's doing the whole so, work. So it's giving me a whole bunch. Okay. So it's giving us a whole so list. The value yeah, proposition. The, okay. Core wow. message. It's got the prototype content for a landing page and the outbound marketing. Uh, so it's got the headline, meet AI bot X where speed needs personalization and lead engagement. Automate your first impressions to make every lead count. Features, instant mm -hmm. lead engagement through WhatsApp, hyper-personalized audio, video, email, and PDF responses. Seamless integration with LinkedIn for customer enrichment. Call to action, try AI Bot X today, experience the future of lead management. Yep. Now, what I would lead. say when I look at this is I think this copy's crap. I hate it. So um, what I do, and that's what you're putting in there, is I say, I think this copy is, he said, carp. That's great. Carp. I hate it. And I, I will literally say it is a one out of 10. I want it to sound like I'm speaking to a best friend who trusts and already likes me be direct, persuasive, and informal and focus on the value using 
common language that doesn't sound obtuse or intimidating. Make it real. Good enough. Just hit that. All right. Want so, to be do everything or focus on specific? Uh, yeah, just do do. Um, basically, here's the thing. I just want a really good three part outbound email campaign that's engaging, interesting, and I also want you to give me three really good subject lines that have a high probability of being clicked by my target audience, which is described above. Now, here's the way I look at a conversation with AI. You got to treat it as though you've been working together with it for 20 years, just like any good professional, which is if someone's too sensitive and their feelings are going to be hurt because you tell them the truth and your work is crap, well, then they're the wrong person. Okay. It's, it's like, it doesn't have anything to do with them. It has to do with the client, the customer, and the business, and the mission, and the focus. You know, it's like, uh, um, yeah, so let's see what we got here. We got breaking the ice. Ever wish chatting with leads wasn't a marathon? All right, it's better. How many, you know, quick question. Here's the deal. Imagine hitting up your leads. I wouldn't want to hit up my leads because I don't like being hit up, you know. But again, the whole deal is don't edit what AI gives you. Tell it what you like and you don't like. Yes. No filter. That, that's a concept I teach all the time. What Great. you think in your mind, you have to remove the filter and you just say it directly right back to Chad GPT. Yeah. Uh, Cause again, the only way it learns and, and that's a beautiful thing. It doesn't talk back. It doesn't get snarky. It doesn't get mad. Uh, you know, you don't have to dance around how you give your feedback. And if you think about your best collaboration partners or the best people on your team, they're the ones you can be open and honest and direct with. Right, yep. because then they're they're immediately receptive, and ChatGPT is always like that. Um, so I'm going to skip the feedback, but uh, so it's pretty good. Yeah. How to stop losing no, sleep or lead follow I think we've got a good draft, and um, what we can do. And this is one other thing: is show everyone just so they know on the top right that we can sh you can share the entire. Um, uh, the work we did so share a link to the chat and um that way we can pass it along after we've kind of evolved it onto a team member who can finish it up once they see and i love the fact that you can see the entire conversation because they'll learn from the feedback you've given it okay now we could totally polish this off and finish it in five minutes but we also want to make this an interesting show so, so next thing uh, i want to do here why don't we hand this off to the seo expert and have them take a look through the emails. Okay. So this is what I was talking about. So right now we're talking, it's our virtual CMO is the one that's been doing this work. I want to mm -hmm. hand this off to an SEO expert. So I'm going to bring in our SEO content writer, um, or we'll do an SEO audit. Okay. Look at the three emails above and build the SEO specs that you will need to hand off to our content writer before it goes to print which happens so to now be we changed AI. the so we so we switched to a different assistant so this assistant is like hey i'm an seo expert this is what i do this is what i'm looking for so now it's going to create the keyword integration uh secondary keywords tells you exactly how to integrate these keywords naturally within the email content um audience engagement so it kind of captures a tone of voice make sure that there's a clear call to action in there content structure, how to personalize and segment, um, you know, great advice on this here, compliance and best practices and analytics and optimization. Uh, then it's got the handoff document structure. So it's really taking what we have, getting the SEO relevant content and then handing it off to the content writer. And now if I want, I can switch it to a content writer or video and podcast content repurposer and we'll say, take the three email series above, consider the SEO items as well, and write a 60-second video pitch of the AI bot. What do you think? Yeah, here's what I've, I've found. Yeah, go for it. Let's see what happens if 
see if it if it does a good job and it retains in my voice. Now, here's something that drives me nuts again, is I don't want the visuals. I don't want scene one. It's so I found to tell, I tell it to write a voiceover, okay? Um, and it drives me nuts. It does that every time. So again, I have to beat this stupid thing over the, you know, um, because it, it's like, I don't want your opinion. I want you to do what I tell you to do. And for some reason, you know, it's um, some of the training is moronic, but um, it's great. Well, here's what we're going to do. Um, yeah, there we go. It's being about personal mechanics. Okay. Hey there, it's mechanics. I've got something that's going to revolutionize the way you handle leads. Imagine never losing a hot lead again. That is about being personal. It's okay. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Again, I'd give it a few commands back and forth. Yeah. You know, join me and let's change the game together. Blah. Horrible. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to focus on that real quick because it's so okay. crucial and so easy to overlook because we just work with it. But the idea of the goal isn't to have it perfect on the first draft, right? The goal is to get it out there and then mm -hmm. you go back a few revisions till you get to the final output. So, yep. It's good. It's good. It's really good. So let's, uh, let's bring this home because we've got a couple homework assignments uh, for, for everyone who's here right now. And that is uh, number one, um, there's a couple things that you can do where we put all the show notes, the step-by-step -step inside the show notes and in the description copy on YouTube. Okay. And we also have built um, a couple things for you to check out depending on where you are. So number one, my highest recommendation is you try out our AI bot and see just what's possible. Um, and that is if you go to MikeKanigs.com slash CBOT, you'll be able to describe your business and literally talk to this thing. It now has voice recognition. I don't know if you've seen that, Tom, but you can press the microphone button, talk to it, and it follows up. And it's fast. And that's done either online or through WhatsApp. I recommend you try the WhatsApp and this will take you there. And then it'll follow up with a custom report. I truly believe this is the future of marketing. Um, the other thing is you just witness what it's like to work with Tom. He is really, really good at this. And you can go to our website, which is mikecanics.com slash talk and book a conversation to learn about how you can actually work with Tom as your chief AI officer or fraction. AI uh, person and build these bots. And we've had people literally save themselves 75 to $150,000 by building a custom bot that speaks in the voice of the brand or the founder. Um, it's a great value. And it's also a way to get immersed and learn how to do this. And then finally, um, Tom is an amazing trainer and teacher. And we have a course that you can get involved in. It's a quarterly program. And what you do is you're able to um, dive in, join a cohort. And every week, Tom does trainings. He'll focus on a particular area of focus. And the second week, he'll do an ask me anything where you get to workshop with them. So Tom, is there anything else that you want to add here to the uh, just what the experience is like? It's just really hands-on. It's it's not just talking about how to be a prompt engineer, but it's all about practicality. How can I bring, implement, and benefit from this within my business today? So it's, it's you know, again, it's real-world use cases, hot seats. How do you use it? Simplify, demystify this thing that's AI and actually bring it into your business, you know, again, through every single department. It's It is a great experience and i can speak from experience first of all i just met with a whole bunch of people who've been through the program and they're just ecstatic because they're walking away saying i'm getting an hour i'm getting a, even a day a week back of my time and more importantly they're able to create on the fly instead of you know delegating and hoping and then getting bad results and having to redo it anyway and then having to redo it themselves so 
in my experience, when you get this set up and you learn some of the basics, you can create something faster than you can describe and delegate it. And then, you know, you still have to pay for it and wait. This way it's just done, done. So um, I I just want to say thank you, Tom. This has been, I've learned a lot. I just love doing this with you. We have to do another session soon. But is there anything else you want to say before we wrap up this episode besides just take advantage of going in, try out the bots, check out the training and dive in and just immerse yourself? Yeah, last thing, and this is a concept you taught me and have talked about uh, you know, for years on, on your podcast is time compression, right? You've talked about that concept for years, and but AI is the ultimate hack for time compression. Like when you when you bring that capability into your wheelhouse and it's something you know how to use, and then every single person who works on your team knows how to use this, you're getting a, an unfair advantage that very few people are taking the time to simplify and find how they can implement. And once you're doing that, you're getting just ultimate time compression in so many ways. So Yeah, it's back to the, the same old thing, which is, it's a matter of getting immersed, knowing what's possible, picking the tool at the right time. And the fastest, best way is either get educated. Yep, we've got training. That's a, a shameless pitch. Um, there you can go to MikeKanigs.com slash CAI to learn more about that. And if you want to work with someone on our team, just head on over to MikeKanigs.com slash talk. And we'll make sure this is a right fit. But when you sit down with Tom, he'll be like, I know exactly what tool. I know exactly how to do it. I know how to implement it. And you get something done. And it's like a two-hour interactive session. And you get a tool that'll do this for you. I would say there's an extremely high probability that just the first tool, you'll save yourself ten to $75,000 in expenses of having to either hire someone to do it and then you still have to wait. This is a get it done now and no longer be dependent on someone else who's probably going to create a substandard project. And today you saw an example, like it takes a little bit of tuning. You got to teach it to think like you and talk like you. But once it's done, boom, it's uh, it really is amazing. So, Tom, I want to thank you. This has been a ton of fun. Let's do another one soon. OK, sounds good. Thanks for having me. All right. It's been another episode of Capability Amplifier. Hope you had fun, subscribe, share it with anyone you know, and take advantage of the show notes because we've got all the tools, all the results, and the transcripts there for you. That's it. Thank you.